Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We had a lot of different stadiums opening up. Uh, Major League Baseball, different size crowds everywhere. And the president of the United States, Joe Biden, went on ESPN. Uh, they started to play some of these clips late on, I believe it was Wednesday night. Most of it came out yesterday on Thursday. And Joe Biden is opposed to the idea that the Texas Rangers should have a full crowd present for their home opener in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And he was pretty vociferous in the fact that it's not time to open the Major League Baseball stadiums. But my position on this now is, if you want to go watch an event outdoors, I think all these stadiums should be basically moving towards being 100% open. And, uh, and I think Biden is wrong on the way that he is covering this story. Uh, and also, as if that were not enough, Biden also said that the uh, All-Star game should be pulled out of Georgia, the Major League Baseball All-Star game, over the voting rights bill that was recently passed in Georgia. And then the governor of Georgia came out pretty aggressively and said, hey, by the way, the Georgia bill, as it pertains to voting rights, Governor Kemp in Georgia, he was like, you know, it's actually 
more restrictive to vote in Joe Biden's home uh, state of Delaware than it is in the uh, in the state of Georgia now. In other words, the restrictions, and they're in quotation marks, are not as significant in Georgia as they are in Delaware. Why does that matter? Well, Joe Biden has spent his entire political career running for political office out of Delaware. And so this is kind of an example of where I think oftentimes sports leagues are wildly overreacting. And this is not a unique position for me. I said the same thing about North Carolina when unfortunately the precedent of moving all-star games over state laws began to become an issue. When the NBA, which is willing to play games in China where genocide is going on, decides that they're not going to play their all-star game in the city of Charlotte because of a transgender bathroom bill, like that to me is the fount and the perfect example of insane hypocrisy that is going on in the world of sports right now. And I think what happens on social media is lots of people get all fired up without having very much actual knowledge about a subject. This is like social media writ large. People decide that everything is either the best or the worst that has ever existed, and they go off and they have no actual knowledge of why they have such strong opinions, but they just decide that they're going to be super emotional. And I think this is where politicians often play into those emotions and aren't being very honest with everybody. So I thought Charlotte should have been able to keep the NBA All-Star game. I think certainly the city of Atlanta should be able to keep the All-Star game as well. And Joe Biden also said in this same interview where he's like, we shouldn't have full stadium in Texas. We shouldn't, we should move the All-Star game. He also said something really even more ridiculous. He said that he believed that women's athletes should be making the same amount of money as male athletes. And I'm going to read the direct quote to you because I saw it and I was like, this is such a ridiculous argument to make. No one actually believes this. Uh, Here is what was said in his ESPN interview. Biden says it's time for women athletes to be paid on or with the same salary as male athletes. Quote, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair. But this is crazy. LeBron James makes more, triple by himself, what everybody in the WNBA makes. And Ben Shapiro, uh, who has a great podcast, smart guy, Harvard Law grad, he pointed out total NBA player earnings in 2019 were $3.67 billion, okay? Every player's salary in the NBA, if you add it up in 2019, $3.67 billion. Do you know what the total WNBA player earnings were? $10 million, $10.83 million. Let me repeat that. Joe Biden is saying, Basically, hey, they're doing the same thing. They should be making the same money. NBA players made $3.67 billion. The total compensation for all WNBA players combined 
$10.83 million. Let me put that into perspective for you. Skip Bayless makes almost as much as every NBA, WNBA player does combined. Skip Bayless, to be on Undisputed, a television show, makes almost as much money as every WNBA player combined. This is not sexism. This is markets. And it's like there's so many people out there now arguing after Megan Rapino was in the White House and she was like, Every, you know, female athletes need to make the same as male athletes and all this stuff. No, they shouldn't. If the marketplace is such that people care about the female athletes more, they should make more. Supermodels for women make far more money than male models do. There is way more of a demand for attractive women to wear clothes and model than there is for men to wear clothes and model. Therefore, the best supermodels who are women drastically out-earn the best men models. That's not because of sexism. It's because the marketplace is such that demand dictates how much money you make. And the women in the WNBA are probably making more than the market would dictate because the NBA is helping to hold them up and guarantee that that league even exists. Because I really don't think the WNBA would exist in a purely market-based economy. So Joe Biden went and did an interview with ESPN, and I think he gave three opinions that were wildly wrong. One, women should be paid the same as men in sports. That's insane. That's absolute insanity. You get paid what the market would suggest that you deserve. That's how sports work. I applaud the Texas Rangers for allowing people in the state of Texas who want to go sit outdoors and watch a baseball game to do so. And I also think it's insane to move the All-Star game in Atlanta when there are many states outside of Georgia including Joe Biden's own home state of Delaware, that have more restrictive voting laws than Georgia just passed. And so, look, there's this idea. Some people say, well, I don't know why, you know, like sports and politics have gotten intertwined, and I'm one of those people. But for Joe Biden to go on ESPN and give all of those opinions, in particular the women's pay thing, as if that's in any way remotely accurate, And for almost no one to call him out for it is, I think, a flagrant example of how people in sports will give a pass to somebody if they agree with them and they won't call it out if they disagree. So Joe Biden, ESPN interview, 0 for 3, ridiculous claims, ridiculous comments, and and all this just absurd. Props to the Atlanta Braves, by the way, who announced yesterday that they were opening up uh, their stadium to 50% attendance. But I think every stadium, basically, by May 1, should be 100% tickets sold. If you want to go, go. If you don't want to go, don't. But by May, anybody who's desperate to get a vaccine, I think is going to have had an opportunity to get a vaccine. And we got to get back to normal in this country. And normalcy, in many ways, means being able to have a beer, have a hot dog, sit down at a stadium. When we come back... We got a really fun interview for you. Nate Bargatze, really funny comedian, 
has a Netflix special up right now. Uh, he is going to join us uh, because we did a long-form interview for him uh, with the Wins and Losses podcast. And so that is going to uh, to be next. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I just teased it. He's got a fantastic special right now, a uh, comedy special up on Netflix. Nate Bargatsky, uh, comedian, big-time sports fan. We had a long-form conversation, which you can go listen to the entirety of on uh, the uh, Wins and Losses podcast. Got a new one up with him. Uh, we've had him on before, but talking about this new uh, special, I thought that he had on Netflix would be an intriguing listen. I think you guys will love it, probably get a few laughs out of it as well. Here is that conversation we had with him on Thursday evening that we're going to take a couple of clips from and play for you here on the program. Program. Joined now by Nate Bargatsky. He's got a great Netflix uh, comedy special that is up, just debuted a couple of weeks ago. I watched it this time last week, I think, and uh, immediately texted you, Nate, and I said, man, that was really, really good. Uh, I needed, I think there's a lot of people out there who need laughter <laughs> right now, yeah. certainly more than ever. Uh, so first of all, thanks for getting up early and, uh, and hanging out with us. But I, I was so fascinated by the way that this was filmed outdoors in LA there's helicopters flying over the top of it what was the process like so before you're telling any jokes and anything else like how was this set up how long did it take to tape tell me how you go about filming a Netflix special like this uh yeah well appreciate it buddy uh I got your text and uh it was uh this one was like much different because obviously it was outside and we had the audience 100 people audience had to get COVID tested they ought to wear masks so it was uh, very difficult. The people that got the tickets, I very funny had a guy email me, and he was like, yo, what's with all the hoops to get these tickets? I was like, dude, there's a pandemic. I was like, I wanted to tell him, like, well, there's a big global pandemic that the earth is dealing with. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that's part of it. But it was tough. Like, the timing, like, the timing of it is what's the hardest part, because you can't, I can't hear them laugh because we're outside, they got masks on, and it's just laughter kind of just goes in the air. And then uh, also you can't see their faces, so you can't see them smiling. So you're like up there like, dude, this might be, they might hate this. And you're just kind of going off like, I know these jokes. I've done them before. They've worked. And so you're just hoping they're working. But so we timed, like, you know, my sets like timed out. So I timed it out. It was like 64 minutes. I was doing these drive-in movie theater dates. And uh, I had it timed out. And the first show, we taped two shows for a special. And then a uh, first show, I did 43 minutes. It was that, and that much was energy was like gone with just the outside and the mask. And like we had helicopters flying over and like all that kind of chaos. Like, so it's like crazy to see. I mean, I've had it happen, but you know, you can fluctuate 10, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, maybe. 
with no like if a crowd's like crowds can be fast laugh or like they laugh quick and stop or whatever but it was pretty wild to go that so then usually when you take two shows they tell you i mean every special i've done they always go we got it first show we're good don't worry about it have fun on the second show and then the this show they were like yeah we do not have it so (laughs) this second show is very important because you have to do an hour so that's actually really. So were they back to back? Like, how much time is between the two? Is it the same day? Are you performing yeah, the yeah, same it's like hour? Yeah. Hour and, and a half. It's a like different, different, different crowd. Yeah. yeah, you just you you usually get everything from one show. So when you see a special, it is most likely from one show, and you just tape two just to be sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, something like this happens, or who knows. And then they, you know, maybe occasionally be like, I like the joke on the first show better. The reaction was better. I said it better, you know. Uh, so usually, but you have like an hour and a half. But I mean, right when I got off, I, you know, I was You knew like, you nailed the second nail. one? This, I mean, the second one, I think I, yeah, you could tell. I mean, it was, you know, you never feel, I don't know, when you tape them, you never feel, specials are not, it's not the same as uh regular show like it's it's i don't know there's just the pressure of like you got to get it uh and this was such a weird kind of thing uh and so you you don't like when you when you get done you're like all right i think that was good like you just you're like i don't know the last one i felt really good about the tennessee kid that one i did like i I was i was running that material that's the thing too i mean i was i had probably 50 more theater dates i would have ran this hour in uh, before the special. And I mean, luckily I got to do those drive-ins and do it. And I had an hour built before the special. Uh, I mean, before COVID happened, I was kind of already like had an hour ready, but I mean, normally you would have, I mean, those reps are super important because you just, you, you, you tighten jokes up, you find little things here and there, you maybe add a little bit and and then you're doing these theater shows. And so normally you just kind of pick where a stop on your theater tour and you're like, we're filming like we were going to film in Minneapolis was the plan. And then, uh, everything happened, COVID and then all that stuff. And so that, that was like gone. And then I didn't even think I was going to get a special, but then they said they could do it at universal studios. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just, I wanted to be done with this material. You get kind of tired of your jokes and you kind of want to come up with some new stuff. And so I was like, well, no one's putting anything out either. Uh, so I was like, maybe I'll stand at, you know, you can stand alone kind of cause there's not really much coming out. And so, and there we go. So it is, there's so many interesting things to unpack there. So how long to you is a period of time that you're capable or want to do the same joke, right? Like, so this is all new material to you. What's the lifespan of quote unquote new material? Like how long, let's pretend COVID didn't happen and you were just touring as a comedian doing this this act, this one-hour-ish act, how long would you tour with that act? Like, what's a normal range? And how many acts have you gone through, what you would say, in your comedy career so far? I mean, hours. So I've had two-hour specials, uh, half-hour on Netflix. That's two-and-a-half on Netflix, two-and-a-half hours. An hour on Comedy Central, three-and-a-half hours which that one aired the same night of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. No one saw it. Great uh, scheduling. by the, uh, Did you even watch it, or were you watching Mayweather-Pacquiao? I know. Too? I watched the fight. Yeah. I watched the fight. I didn't watch yeah. it. I mean, I yeah. told them, and they were like, I think we're fine. I don't think anybody's going to watch it. I was like, 
You've been waiting this fight for 30 years. I mean, this is like the biggest fight on earth. By, by the way, like, this, is the, this is funny, too, because you're a big sports fan, and we're talking to Nate Bargatze. I, so I've had to deal with this when I, uh, when I sell books, right, like to, uh, to write about sports or whatever else. So my first book was Dixieland Delight, going around to all 12 SEC football stadiums. And the people who buy books, by and large, know nothing about sports, right? And so, yeah. uh, and so like, the, I was talking to all the publishers, most of them, and the agents, and they were like, so tell me about this SEC football. Is it a big thing? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, there's a lot of people who are college football fans. And they're like, do you think there's a market out there? I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, like, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of people every Saturday go to the stadiums to watch. And they're like, really? Like, you know, it's like, I, it's like I'm talking – to it's like I'm in a zoo and I'm talking about like it's just so insane like the people you're trying to sell to and the other example I'll give you is right after I wrote Dixieland Delight I was like hey I've got this great idea I want to do a book about the NFL draft and about how much interest there is I'm like it's the link you know the link pen uh, the, the sort of the connective tissue the point uh between when guys go from college to the NFL they train for the combine I'm going to train for the combine alongside of these guys I'm going to tell the story and I went into all these New York City publishers and they're like yeah we don't we don't think there's enough interest in the NFL draft and I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like, the, 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 like the, every day there's a new mock draft that comes out. Like, we could do NFL draft talk. I think uh, I got a text the other day, and somebody was like, "Hey, you know, Cowherd's done mock drafts for like 65 consecutive days on his radio show uh, because there's so much interest in it." But so I'm curious on that for the comedy world. Uh, because you're a big sports fan, but I can see you being like, hey, you know, it's head-to-head with Mayweather-Pacquiao. Like, that's a really not a good overlap for me. And they're like, oh, no, no, the, everybody's going to still watch. I can totally see the comedy world and the entertainment world being a little bit insular like that, too, where they don't really know about, like, the overlap with sports. They, I st- And I started, so I did Fallon, to, well, like I've done Fallon a bunch, but, like, with that night when I was on Fallon, like, to promote it, I had Fallon, I told him that. And I was like, yeah. hey, you should say that. And I just started telling people that. Because yeah. I was like, I have no hope of them watching this. <laughs> yeah. So, like, at least tell them to DVR it yeah. and be like, we're all watching the fight. Like, this Netflix special came out during the first week. Justice League got dropped in the March Madness. But it's on Netflix. Yeah. So people can know that they can watch it whenever they want to go watch it. Right. It doesn't, the, your drop date doesn't really matter as much. You know, I mean, most time Netflix, too, to promote your specials, you, they don't want you promoting until after it's already on. Like, yeah. so you won't do, I mean, they have algorithms down to everything, but you won't, like, you sit down with them and they tell you, like, when we're going to start doing stuff. And, I mean, they got it, they're like, we think 30 days, now I think they're doing 30 days before. Uh, they they do 30 days before the special yeah. to lead up to it, and then a bunch after the special. Because it's like, you want people to be like, hey, go watch it now. Like, you can see it right this, you know, because more people tend to do that stuff. You know, another random thing that might find interesting, there's a billboard in uh, Cool Springs. I got a billboard right yeah. on 65. Uh, that billboard is basically there so I see it. <laughs> like, they, there's, I yeah. mean, they, I've always heard that they, they do this. So yeah, that is I don't know phenomenal. How much they, they have billboards in New York and L.A. Yes. Uh, and L.A., I think, is more, you know, that's more of the, for the, voting for Emmys and Grammys, like that kind of stuff. And like just yeah. to be in the Hollywood so those people see it. So they do it with uh, Judd Apatow. They did one of his shows. 
They put one near his house, like on the way to work, because then he sees it and he's like, "All right, look at them. They're, they're promoting it. Like yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're promoting it. It's like straight up. And I swear, this one's like straight up from me to my to Legends Golf Course. Like, it knows <laughs> they know I go to my to golf course. And that then, is so I that see is awesome. It, like every day, and I'm like, yeah, look at this. They're giving it. You know, that's that's the uh, that's that's amazing. Also, that's the story like on Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, like the most expensive billboards in the world are right there because they want the yeah. industry to know like, hey, this event's going on. And also the people who are affiliated with it, right? Like uh, to be yeah. able to have a, I haven't seen your billboard. I mean, I drive uh, 65 South in Nashville on a regular basis. Uh, I'm I think it's now north. Look. You see it north. Oh, you see it coming north. It's, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So that is, uh, yeah, that is it's, it's great. It's, awesome that they do it like that yeah i mean netflix is amazing but yeah you're right about them promoting stuff i mean they don't know they don't you, you man when you talk to people that don't know sports like when i had it when i moved to new york and you would talk about sports and they're like oh, i don't know like is rutgers playing you're like rutgers like are you crazy <laughs> like you think like that matters and you're you sit there and you could that's when i could always see the disconnect of when i lived in new york and la because a when you say you're from the south they just are like what are y'all doing down there you know like they yeah. do not think that anything exists out of their like yes. blocks that they live on and yes. they can't fathom that there's human beings wandering around and whatever human beings they think are wandering around it's not the best they think oh, yeah. it's the oh, worst yeah. people alive and yet they all you have to you have to talk to them all the time you're like it's a, yeah like football you're like what well, is a big game tonight like who and you're like alabama lsu and they're like what is that? You're like, I don't know. You would dream to have those ratings. I can tell you that. It would change your life. Your dumb sitcom even had a, had a Vandy, Kentucky Saturday yeah. noon rating. You would yeah. kill yourself for something like that. It is funny. Like, uh, so, obviously, with OutKick, uh, we serve by – like, we have a lot of li- listeners all over the country, right? But our base, mm-hmm. as you know, starting off was SEC football. And now we're up to whatever, 10 million people a month or plus will come to OutKick. And sometimes we talk to people on the East and West Coast and they're like, well, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it's like, yeah, people care a lot. I mean, it turns <laughs> out, you know, like college football is a big deal, you know, and, and I know yeah. the Big Ten fans and SEC fans, they kind of get it. But really for East Coast, like they don't have any. I mean, your point on Rutgers, like Boston College, whatever, like nobody really cares. Syracuse, there's not a lot of teams there. And then on the West Coast, uh, you know, USC, UCLA, if they're good, people care. But it's not the same level of, like, intensity. My, I'm going to go shoot somebody if my team loses, which happens pretty much every year, for instance, in the Iron Bowl. Uh, we're talking to, uh, to Nate Pargassi. So I- I'm curious. So in your special, you've been doing stand-up comedy for a long time. You have years. been 18, 18 years. You have been a lot of times a guy who gets up that nobody knows. As a comedian, mm-hmm. how does it change when people know you and have an expectation for you when you come on the stage beforehand? And I'll give you an example from from your act that I was watching. You say at some point, like, everybody, you know, something along the lines of, like, your dad was a magician, for people who don't know. But people who have watched your comedy now know that. And you don't have to do the exposition of, hey, you know, my dad used to do this, X, Y, and Z you start to assume that your audience has some knowledge about your life. Is that better or worse from a comedian perspective to know that the people who are watching you are in some way invested with the trajectory of your life such that they come in with preconceived notions about you as opposed to you just, well, I'm sure I'm assuming it's way easier, but you've had to battle to get there. I'm wondering how different that feels. 
Yeah, it's I mean it's, a, it's definitely a different thing, and you never it, you can get to the point more. Uh, you know, it's like nice to be like I can say in the special I can say my dad's a magician. It's not about him being. I mean, it's a story with him being a magician, but it's not like I'm telling you about it some growing up like that or something uh it de- definitely helps you know i just talked to uh some about it like where it was uh, you know when you start come these people are going to these theaters and like you're seeing these there's a line and people are buying food and it's like a couple thousand people and they're there to see you you do have a moment of uh like you feel like you like look around you're like who are they who's here tonight yeah, like you just cause you, you can't imagine it's you. Yeah, and you're like, what are these and people doing? You know, and that's but it's like that. It's a weird thing to switch over. Seinfeld once said, like, if he could ever go back, the only thing that he misses before he obviously loves. He's got a lot of money. His life is great. But the one thing he does miss is performing when the audience doesn't know you, and yeah. you do miss that. I mean, I can still go up if I, you know pop up at Zany's in Nashville and no one knows I'm coming. Uh, I'm not, not every, and they're not there for me. They're just there for a regular show. I mean, people do know who I am, but they, you know, some people might not. And, yeah. uh, or if you do a corporate show, sometimes you could be there and they don't know you. And when you can get, when you can get those people that don't know you, uh, it's the, it's so fun. Cause you, they're, they have no idea what they're in for. And you get to like if you get that's the excitement you have when people don't know you. You're like you get to prove that you're funny to these people. The thing you got to switch to when people start coming is you then got to a. It does get easier. They uh, that's why like sometimes I always start with new jokes because the jokes that I, you know they're they're going to give you more grace at the yeah. beginning because they're like just excited that you're there and like you know and then you got to get into some good stuff. But you have to always remind yourself to, I mean, stay, you know, to know that you're not getting these laughs for no reason. Like you're just sitting, you know, you're getting laughs just because we're like, we love you. Like Colin Quinn said, and like there's a documentary comedian, like uh, Jack Nicholson, like he can get off stage and they get on stage, they give him five minutes of grace. And then they'd be like, all right, Jack, tell some jokes or get out of here. Like, yeah. And that's how an audience feels like they're, you know, I could go back to the same cities and probably do this. I've got a new jokes now, but. If I had the same jokes, they would handle it maybe once, maybe twice, and then if you come back a third time and you got the same act, I mean, it's over. Like it's you know, and they're not coming back. Like they're gonna be like, oh, I saw them. You know, I, this after the second time, they'd be like, let's go. You got That's why, you, and you got to start keep building a new act and keep growing. Uh, we're talking to Nate Bargatsky, a great uh, comic. He's got a Netflix special. I encourage you guys to check it out. Went up a couple of weeks ago. How much has your life been like everybody's life changed because of COVID, right? Like everybody had something in their life that was substantially different. But for a comedian who makes his living being out on the road and sort of being able to test jokes in front of normal audiences inside of comedy clubs, that had to be just a screeching halt suddenly. And then you're home all the time. And like my wife is like, why don't you leave more often? You know, like I haven't been on the road very much for the past year. I used to travel a lot more. What was your life like as a comedian during COVID compared to what it was like February of last year compared to like April uh, of last year had to be like two different worlds. Yeah, I was in uh, I was in New Jersey the day we canceled the show, and uh, we canceled like three hours before the show. Everything was getting canceled. Uh, the guy didn't want to cancel. People were like already showing up a little bit, and it was like, but it was like this weird. I didn't know if people were gonna get their money back. Like if I if I canceled, or if I didn't cancel and say some people were like, I don't feel safe. Like they're not gonna get their money back because we did the show. 
And uh, so it was like you got kind of caught in like in this kind of weird thing. What's funny is they, they had a show the night before with Tony Bennett. And the guy's like, we had Tony Bennett here last night. I was like, yeah, you definitely shouldn't have had that show. Like, he shouldn't have been. A, you know, it's like we knew very early that, like, older people were having 90-year-old, like, a 90-year-old shouldn't have been. A, yeah. and him should yeah. definitely not have been. You should have canceled that show. Like, yes. my show might have been okay. I probably would have been okay. This show, you definitely shouldn't have had. Uh, but we, I basically drove the bus. I was like, we have a bus. And so, uh we just drove straight back to Nashville, and then it just everything stopped, and no one knew, and everybody's, everything's getting pushed. You know, the same stuff. We're like, we yeah. think we're going to get open. We're very bottom, at the bottom rung of, like, things that they care about opening comedians. <laughs> yeah, right. And so you got to kind of look at sports, and that was how we're, what we're all looking at to, like, see what sports are doing. If sports open back up, then we would get to open back up. Uh, I had to do a bunch of uh, uh, drive-in shows, and that's what the – that was kind of a different thing, but that was pretty cool. Like to do those, just to get a, you know, you can't hear the crowd. And I, mean, I had a show in Chicago. It was 500 cars, and they would fly when you walk on stage. 500 cars flashing the lights and honking the horns at you. I mean, it's it's something that I remember for the rest of my life. Like it was such a unique experience, and you could tell that these people were so. It was, this was in the summer. They were just so happy to get out. It's kind of fall, and that yeah. day in Chicago was like 45 degrees. It was raining, and like the people were so happy to be out. They just, they just loved it, and it was like nice to get to do that. We watched, you know, that one drive-in let us watch Halloween uh, by ourselves. Like he just played it. Oh, that's we would super stay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was like you got to do. It was like just trying to be like, all right, we're gonna do some weird things that we never would have got to do. Um, but I mean, it was tough. I golfed a lot, and then you know, I mean, just trying to keep yourself somewhat busy. Uh, you know, started a podcast. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Have a kid from another marriage. No, 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 no. But what if I just keep going? Like, yeah, my wife's pretty upset about that. But I was like, it's COVID. What do you want me to do? Like, That's Nate Bargatsky. We're going to have more with him. Wins and losses special long-form interview. If you want to hear the entirety of it, we're playing some cuts from Thursday night's interview. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and Installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hanging out with Nate Bargatsky. Great conversation we had with him on Thursday evening. He's a big sports fan. He's also got a fantastic comedy special up on Netflix. We continue that conversation now. Is there someone in the world of sports that has seen your comedy special or seen your act and you found out that they are a fan and you've been like, I can't believe that insert person here is aware that I exist and or even more than that enjoyed my show has there has that moment happened for you can be a coach can be a player can be somebody associated with athletics uh there's been I mean uh I, you know the one that was struck by Adele Murphy oh Dale Murphy uh, that is yeah Dale Murphy was yeah. at my show and oh, so Dale Murphy amazing. was uh when I was a kid you know, he would always sweep three sweeps before he would bat. And so when yeah. I played Little League Baseball, I always did that. Yeah. And I always did it because of Del Murphy. And I had no idea. And he lives in Utah, and I was in Utah. And then he, like, tweeted 
something that he was at the show. And I mean, it was unbelievable just because he was my favorite baseball player. Oh, which yeah. I'm like you, we're the same age. I, the strike affected me with baseball. I don't watch it like I did because it was like I was at that right age when they yep. stopped playing. You're a teenager and you like, start to find new things. Like, and yeah. that's what happened to me too. But unbelievable. Dale Murphy but, is phenomenal. Dale Murphy, Dale Murphy, Bob Horner. Bob Horner, I don't know if he likes Oh, I remember Bob but, Horner. He had uh, four home runs in a game back in the day for the Braves, yeah. I remember. Well, like out of nowhere. He's like a blonde-haired guy, right? Like, uh, yeah, and yeah, kind of, yeah. Kind of portly. Uh, yeah, my grandfather, like my gr- granddad in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, was a monster Atlanta Braves fan, so he would watch every game on TBS. And what's interesting is, I know you've got a daughter, my 10-year-old son has turned into a huge Braves fan. So it's on every night in our house. And so I've kind of circled back in through baseball because of him. And I'm like, you know, this is kind of fun. It takes you back to when you were a kid and like you were 10 or 11 years old and you had that same affinity for the sport. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's great now. Like I, now I've always just followed Vandy guys now. Like, so I like yeah, Mike Yashimsky and like Sonny Gray. And yeah. so I just always in price, like you just always Tony Kemp's in Houston. Like I just end up fine. It's actually pretty great. I've learned to not have like a crazy loyalty. Like yeah. it's just like you get to watch sports and be like, I just want this to be a good game. I want to root for these players that I like. It's like Chesney being friends with every SEC football coach because they all like his music. And you're like, wait, you grew up a Tennessee fan. He's like, yeah, but I like Steve Spurrier too. He's an awesome dude. And, you know, like you see him pictured at like every stadium, you know, hanging out in different gear. And initially you're like, that's stupid. But then you're like, well, if you actually meet some of these guys, they're actually pretty good dudes. And you're like, you root for them maybe more than you root for a team, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. It makes your life a lot easier. It makes it like you can sit and enjoy a game. You're not miserable. I mean, once you get older, too, you just start realizing that you're, you get busy and then you're like, dude, I can't be like crying over the Titans or something. Like, you're like, I got to get it. I got to get it together. You know, like. Well, I'll tell you what uh, I think about now sometimes. Like, I will sit and watch a game. And I'll be like, like Tennessee, for instance, in basketball, this kid, uh, Gaines is his name. He's 19, 20 years old, whatever he is, missed two free throws in the SEC basketball tournament against, uh, against Alabama. And I felt awful for him because potentially Tennessee would have pulled off the upset, been in the SEC championship game. They haven't won the SEC basketball tournament in my entire life as a fan. So I'm 41. Like, that's a long time to just have a lot of losses every year. I'm like, this is the year and they lose or whatever. But now I sit around, I'm like, I would be such a jerk move for me to tweet something bad about these kids because I have a way bigger audience oftentimes than they do. It's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's interesting the transition from somebody who just roots for a team to like, man, if I said something like, ah, I can't believe he missed that. How did he choke like that? Miss those free throws or whatever on Twitter. It would be like, I would feel bad because it's like I'm picking on him, right? Because I've got a big audience. Yeah. And it's a crazy transition in your mind to go from like a casual fan to, uh, or a big fan, but now you've got a bigger audience. And it's like more people are going to see your criticism of that play than might've been watching that play almost. Right. Like it's, it's a weird kind of, oh, yeah. find and you hear me and you're old enough to be their dad. That's also you know, true. Like, yes. I can technically had him. You're like, I can't, this is a, you know, once you, once you get to our age, you realize how young 18 is. Oh yeah. And then how young 20 is and 25. And you're like, dude, I, these are kids. That's like my argument has been, uh, and this is, you could probably build an entire uh, uh, segment about this, but you can't wear a jersey of someone that is younger than you. 
right? Like that, you know, like <laughs> yeah. once you're like, if I see guys walking around and you're like, you're 45 year old and you're wearing like a 19 year old's Jersey. It's like, that's kind of humiliating right now for people like us. Like I could wear a throwback Bo Jackson Jersey, right? Like my argument is yeah. they have to be older than me unless it's your own kid or, you know, some sort of scenario like that. Right. If one of my kids ever was good enough to play you know, I'd wear his Jersey or whatever to go sit in the, the crowd. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I would like the, if you did it. You go, I'm not. You go, I can't. I've had this. You, you stick this hard, fast rule you have. And well, it's he's like, like Dad, but just wear my jersey. And you're like, I made I can't a real big point about you can't. I yeah, can't do I, it. people will call me out for being a hypocrite. And and so, but I've. It's funny, like as you age, you start to dress more like the coach. Um, and so, yeah. like I wear like when I go to an SEC football game now, coach's polo, right? Like you, you're not you're not trying too hard but you're not doing too much like the coaches, you know, in a college football game, stand on the sideline and the coaches polo. And that's like your look, right? Like I'm, I'm pretty much going to be coaches polo for the next 20 years or so, because I'm roughly the age of, uh, of the coaches now. And, uh, and I think that's the way you have to, uh, to dress for an SEC football game. And I I I could leave early. Yeah. Like if someone like, I mean, not necessarily, I want to like, but it's like, you start understanding if some of that beaten traffic thing. You're like, oh, oh yeah. you know, it makes <laughs> so more sense than it ever did. That's Nate Bargatsky. If you loved that, you can listen to the rest of it at Outkick with the Wins and Losses podcast. I think you guys will love that as well. But when we come back, Final Four Saturday is here. We're also going to talk with my guy, Joe Kinsey. All that headed your way, plus picks for the Final Four That will be the conclusion of the program, and it is the final hour of the week next on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.